Hello and welcome to the Glampshire Podcast, where we talk about the experiential outdoor hospitality industry and glamping. I'm your host, Bobby Marsden. We are now in episode eight of season two of the Glampshire Podcast, which means we are back with Jesse Raisler and Open Air Outpost. Last we spoke with Jesse, he did a deep dive into all the steps he took to set his Glampshire up from a legal perspective. And now that his business is set up correctly, it's time to market it. Fortunately, Jesse comes from an extensive background in marketing and advertising, and he is fresh out drafting a show for Discovery Plus called Bespoke Inns, where he was able to feature 15 different experiential outdoor hospitality offerings around the country. Now, Jesse can take all those skills he's acquired over the years and apply them to his own glamshuary. In this episode, we're going to hear from Jesse about all the things he's doing and what he recommends for would-be glamshuary owners out there who would like to market their business. So without further ado, let's dive into episode 8, with Jesse Raisler and Open Air Outpost. Hey Jesse, good to see you again. Good to see you, Bobby. So last time we spoke, uh, we talked about what you have to do to properly set up your business. And obviously the next step in the business, once you get it set up, is to tell the rest of the world about it. And we're going to call that marketing and advertising, which you have an extensive background. So this is going to be exciting for us to have the opportunity to talk with you about some of the skill sets that you are taking from your professional life and applying into this professional life. Yeah, absolutely. This is going to be a fun one. Yeah. Well, uh, first question, where do you start? When, you, when, you're, when you're setting up a business uh, that's obviously very visually driven, you have to captivate someone's attention immediately online and, and cut through the clutter and, and get them excited about potentially seeing this in person. Where, where did you start? What did you do and, and, and how did you go about it? Yeah. So, I mean, to your point, this is what I do professionally and allowed me to be able to self fund this is by telling other, uh, telling the stories of other businesses and other brands. And so I think in brand storytelling, I love the idea. I'm a big fan of um, Simon Sinek and start with why. So, you know, we had a very clear why for why we were creating this place. Um, you know, I think I mentioned in an earlier episode, we were inspired by the guests of our podcast, Open Air Humans. We believe time in nature makes us happier, healthier, more creative. And we wanted to give people the opportunity to, to do that, to find a restorative place where they, they could experience those benefits and build a lot of you know, the values and themes of that show into what the experience of staying there was. So we had a very clear why and a very clear, the thing we talk a lot about is purpose driven. So this is not just a, you know, a rental property. There's a lot here that allows you to live, you know, the purpose of the podcast, which is connecting with nature in a way that um, is really meaningful. So we started there and then built, you know, both you know, what is that experience? And then the story that wraps all that experience together. Um, and yeah, and then it's that story, purpose-driven story, and then the visual, to your point, like this is a very visual, visual um, story to tell, right? This place has a beauty, the structure has a beauty to it, how to capture that in a way that attracts eyes and views, but also ties into the story of the na nature immersion experience we want to give people. So it was being very thoughtful about that and then drafting, you know, the copy for the website, capturing the imagery for the website, soon to be video as well. Um, it's just been still imagery to this point, but, um, you know, having a specific eye and a specific lens on it. And then to your point, also sharing it 
you know, um, all the guests of our podcast, my network of, of people that are, you know, outdoorsy folks um, are a big part of that. Um, and we can talk about that strategy as well. But I think the first thing was just building the identity online, um, both visually and story wise. And then it's like, okay, now we need to amplify what we've created. Yeah. And then amplifying it, I assume, you know, part of that's a social strategy. Are, are you, are you up on, on various social networks? Are there, are there ones that you think are going to be operating better for you than others? Uh, what are your thoughts there? Yeah. At this point we are just Instagram. I feel like that's a great space where I've seen other properties do really well. Um, that I would say are in the same realm or, or ballpark of, of what we're doing. Um, you know, there's something about that, you know, if you can find the right image that grabs people's attention, I think that's a great platform. So we're spending, focusing our time and energy there. Um, also because we have, you know, some, some friends and, and people we've worked with in the past that, you know, their following is very nature focused. Um, and so we know that it'll be, there'll be perfect partnerships there in terms of amplifying what we're offering to the right people. Um, so that's where, where we focused. And, and you said something interesting there about brand partnerships. Um, talk a little bit more about that. Yeah. You know, how, how can someone go about making those connections and then finding those relationships that eventually, you know, there's, there's some synergy that operate both ways. And so, you know, one can help the other. How important would you say that is? And, and what kinds of things are you looking at? We've, yeah, we found it to be incredibly important. And there's like, um, you know, there's, there's, um, there's something about influencer culture that I find a little repulsive at times. And I think <laughs> great satire that's come out about that in recent years too. And just justly so, I mean, you really got to be careful. I mean, there are accounts with lots of fake, fake followerships. And I think it is about not just looking for someone with a big number in their followership, but someone who is authentically sharing things that you feel represent your values and that the people that are following them are going to share in common um, those same values, really. And, and it's part of the reason we're not even on Airbnb yet. We're not starting wide. Some people may want to do that, but we want to make sure we're attracting people that are going to respect. We want it to be quiet, a place you can enjoy nature. So we don't want big rowdy groups. And we know by partnering with people that have the types of followerships that we know they have, we can attract the right type of guests who will not only appreciate, but they'll also respect what we're doing too. So I think if you can be very thoughtful about who you're partnering with, as we found, like that was huge for us. Um, you know, we put, put everything out there. I sent it to, you know, everyone in, in my network and we got a few bookings. And then I had my friend, uh, who, who has a, a sizable followership, but also is of, you know, the type, the type of person that would appreciate what we're doing here and what the experience is. And, um, we had her come stay. And when she posted, it was like, okay, that's, that's when it really started to open up and the bookings really started coming in. That's cool. And you mentioned booking. So congratulations, obviously whatever you're doing in marketing is, is paying off. Um, we're excited to talk with you about that. And I think, you know, we're going to save that for another episode because I feel like there's probably a lot to discuss when it comes down to, to how you felt with that first booking and, and, and then eventually what that experience was. But I think before we get to that point, I think at least for me, if I have guests coming over to my house, you know, I'll do the quick clean up everything, straighten everything, you know, try and make it presentable. And so I have to, I, I'm guessing, you know, maybe you were thinking the same thing as, oh my God, now we got a booking. 
we really got to go through this property of the fine tooth comb and make sure this thing is, is ready to make a great first impression. So that's what I'd love to cover with you uh, on, on the next episode. It's just all, all the cool, fine details and design elements that I know that you, you put a lot of thought into. Yeah, absolutely. There's sort of the soft opening where we've had friends stay and, be, and then we ask them like, hey, was anything missing? What do you think? And then there's like the hard opening where it's the first time strangers are going to be coming in. Um, and then you really start to, you know, with a with a, a microscope, like, OK, do we have everything, everything done? So, yeah, there'll be plenty to talk about there. All right, cool, Jesse. Well, I'll let you go and uh, we'll look forward to that on the next episode. Sounds great. Thanks, Bobby. I want to thank Jesse again for his time and for providing some very useful and insightful information when it comes to marketing and advertising and how to successfully do that for your business. If you want to see Jesse's marketing and advertising work in action, you can do so on his website where you can also book a stay with him. You can do all of that at www.openairoutpost.com. And if you'd like to follow this podcast and follow Jesse's journey and follow season two, which also includes at the end's journey, do so on our website, which is www.glampsuary.com. That is www.glamptuary.com. You can also follow along on Apple Podcasts, Pandora Podcasts, Stitcher, and YouTube. We don't care where you follow us. We just ask that you follow. Thanks again for joining us, and we'll see you on the next episode.